Rebecca. And this is Brandon. And we're a couple of seasonal holidays <laughs> who like watching Hallmark movies. And discussing Hallmark movies. <laughs> so join us as we talk about the Hallmark holiday films we have just watched. And that we will probably disagree on. This is the Drive Home Reviews Holiday Podcast. Drive home reviews, old school. I would do uh, a series around the holidays called I, "I'll Be Reviewing for Christmas." This kind of reminds me of doing that. Yes, I designed your logo for that. You did. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, okay, oh. so we are back with another bonus episode, talking about uh, the various Hallmark films that we have watched, and uh, this one. This is so we're working our way. We're watching all of them, but we're working our way through the the Christmas uh, 2023 countdown. So these are new movies for this year. <laughs> and this one, that, that wasn't her getting over something. She's choking on a olive. olive. <laughs> um, so this one. Um, this right. is called Everything Christmas. I'll, I'll let you give the rundown on this one. This, what the is premise it? of this is that a woman loves Christmas. Um, a few years before, her grandmother, who also loved Christmas, passed away. Before they could make it to a town called Yuletide Springs, which is apparently a three-day journey from their house. Um, there's no real good measurement for this. Uh, it, uh -huh. Apparently, this Yuletide Springs is a town where they celebrate Christmas all year round. Right, but on Christmas Eve, they have a special ornament hanging ceremony. Mm -hmm. And so they had made the special ornament, but her grandma died. And so she's finally playing this trip. Um, this It opens with her being at work and quitting because her boss won't let her go on the trip. Yeah, they're saying, uh -huh. you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta work more through Christmas, Ebenezer. <laughs> and Billy her boss was like 12 years old. Yeah, he had a man bun. Like, it's very hard. Like, I, I kind of get where he's coming from, but you don't really have the moral high ground to lecture somebody about their cubicle being too Christmassy when you're sporting a man bun. Yeah, no. Sorry. You lose credibility with a man bun. And you're if you're not, like, a samurai warrior or something like that. So, this one is uh, 2023. Um... Got some familiar faces. Sydney Busby has done a couple. Uh, Corey Sevier has done a few. Um, so there's some remotely familiar faces, but this is definitely not the A team. Um, so, uh, so Billy Cratchit there and her roommate, who is still busy businesswoman obsessed with business. Go on this road trip trying to get to this town where they celebrate Christmas all year round. And along the way, they keep running into little obstacles that divert them from their main goal, but show them where they're supposed to be. All guided by a jolly man named Chris Kringle. Named Chris Kringle In a red truck. Whom you kind of get where this is going. And along the way, they each meet their perfect, wonderful... 
Yes, and and significant other. And everything is just oh so, oh so lollipops and bubble gum and and everything. So and they keep getting diverted to other towns that celebrate Christmas all year round. Or or are just really really into it. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so it's a ridiculous premise, but that doesn't necessarily count out a movie from the beginning. One of the best movies I watched takes place in a snow globe. Okay? And there's also one where it's totally like an alternate universe where the woman is living inside a Hallmark movie. Like, a ridiculous premise does not count you out. Okay? So that is not what's wrong with this movie. Um, but make no mistake, it is a terrible movie. Oh my god. It is completely terrible. It, it is so bad. I um, am trying to think of redeeming qualities. And it, it I, is, I'm coming up short. There is, as I mentioned in the last one, I think there is a line. You accept that a Hallmark Christmas movie is going to have a certain level of cheese and sap. And, you know... I think you can have cheese and sap and still have good writing and good acting. There's nothing wrong with cheese and sap. Except for mixed together. There is, that just sounds yeah, disgusting. There, there's nothing wrong with it. But, as I said, there is a line. Mm -hmm. And this film jumps... It is super sugary and just... I, I cannot imagine. It's the kind of film where I feel like after they said cut on every every shot, the actors were just like, oh my god. Uh, no, and I guarantee just, you that everyone on the show thought it was a good movie. I I, I don't know how. Delusions. Like, this, oh. is, uh, this is just... Okay, I, I have to say this, and maybe this will disqualify me and it's going to make you mad, but right from the out, we're going to go to a town that celebrates Christmas all year round. I can't imagine a fresher hell. Oh no, I think I, I would love that. Like, I I enjoy the holiday season, but too many too many Christmases in retail <laughs> have given me a, a line, a limit, to how much Christmas I can handle. <gasps> and all year round, I would, oh my god, I would... <laughs> Yeah, it, it, I could see that, but honestly, um, that part, that part's fine. That's the magical realism, right? Okay, fair. That's the magical realism of the, of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be done well. You just have to have a fresher take on it. I read, uh, Christmas, because uh, my, one of my other favorite things to do is Christmas romance novels, and there was a great one called Merry Little Meat Cute. It came out last year and its sequel came out this year. And the premise of it, excuse me, is filming Hallmark type movies in a town that is year round Christmas specifically because they can film Hallmark movies there. See, but that would make sense. So, but like just having this town that is, you know, three days away when there's obviously, you know, three other Christmas all year round towns in closer driving distance. Are they all, were they all Christmas all year round? I just thought they were like, and that, that, that's the other thing. All right, look, again, the line, the line that you have to walk with these. 
there is a difference between loving Christmas mm. and going all out for the holiday season and having it become more of a cult. Right. And these towns, you get very Twilight Zone, like, everybody's just so glassy-eyed happy, and mm -hmm. aren't we just, yeah, you're just like, uh -huh. Like, it, yeah, this would be a place I would drive out of as quickly as possible. And the problem is that they don't make it magical enough. They don't, I don't know if it was budget constraints or what, but, like, the towns don't look magical at no. all. They look boring. Okay. Um, and I just, the other extras and people... <coughs> either don't have enough to do or they look miserable <laughs> and it's like they just I mean I think that yes you have to stretch your your belief and like you know do some uh what is it called when you're willing suspension of disbelief yes you're gonna have to do some willing suspension of disbelief in any Hallmark movie or any Fancy. movie period but for the love of Pete like this woman is just like she is on chipper level five the whole movie her friend is on anxious worried face level five the whole movie okay they meet their significant others just for the briefest of moments but you know it's enough to change their whole lives and i think chris kringle may have had some sort of dementia chris kringle was supposed to come off like this charming, you know, is he Santa Claus, is he not? But he misses, you know, There and again, there are standards for that. The guy from Miracle on 34th Street. Mm -hmm. The Santa from Ernest Saves Christmas. Okay. These guys pull it off because they are just jolly so and warm and loving enough that you feel that from them. But you also see them in the real world. This guy, again, gave me the impression of a freaking serial killer who yeah. was stalking these people and luring them through well-placed gifts to his, like, Christmas slaughter den. <laughs> and it, cause he just, he just, he just was that not... so much more interesting. What would have made it interesting is they didn't go all the way with it. Like, at the end, of course, through the whole thing, and of course, Kris Kringle gives them little gifts that come in handy later, and they're like, oh, how did he know the, <laughs> the numbers in the fortune cookie were the exact numbers we needed to turn on the, the twinkle lights? You know, oh my God. Yes, because they decided to just go off with these men that they yeah. had just met and split up in the middle of the woods. Yep. Which that is a that is a dateline. Yes. That is that is a that is a thing where you're listening to another podcast. Oh my god, fam! And then they go off into the woods with these guys they just met. Yeah. You like, know? For real. Like the, I mean, there is no reason that these women should have made it to Yuletide Springs. You know. But anyway, and they go through all this, and it turns out that yeah, Chris Kringle was just some guy who's good at magic. And it's like, 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 sleight of hand kind of thing. Right. And it's like... Which, is that a thing? Like, is Santa supposed to be good at card tricks? I guess so. Like, I mean... I mean, I just... Uh, but, I mean, 
what it's like I if I would have forgiven a lot of it, not all of it. I would have forgiven a lot of it if they had confronted the guy, this local town's mayor over there, and he would have been like, "Wait, you mean he died five years ago?" Yeah, that would have been way better. And then you're like, "Oh my God, his ghost, his spirit, his holiday what's its was guiding them." It's like, okay, I would have gotten behind that, but just, no, he's just some. He's just some fucking guy who's like, haha, tricked you. Yes. And then the ornament that she has, <laughs> like, this ornament and that they worked so hard on. This is a plain glass ornament with a tiny bit of tinsel glued to it and some sprinkle of fake snow inside. Yeah. Like, the most basic ornament. And, like, she's crushed because she drops it off of the tree like an idiot. Well, she gets up on the ladder and falls and breaks the ornament. Then she goes to the gift shop where she has a gift voucher. Because because Chris gave it to her earlier in the film. Like, here's the thing. It's written, like, this is a card. Like, an old school gift certificate. Yeah. And they ask, how much is the ornament? It's like $22.52 or something, right? With, yeah, with tax or whatever. And she's like, well, how much is this for? You have to ask. And he literally opens the card. And, and looks, looks on the it, back. It's like. it's 22 look at it yourself and see that it was for 22.52 like give me a break I there, just there are this woman Chipper Chipper McGee there is just I'm fine okay you my love you love Christmas I do you love the holidays I do and you love decorating for the holidays yes but that is not the sole defining aspect of your personality there is nothing beyond to this woman beyond loving Christmas. That is it. She literally had two moods. It was chipper Christmas loving for the whole movie until she drops the um, the the thing and then it's utter devastation. Like even when she's talking about her grandmother, like being like having passed away, she's got nothing. It's, yeah. It, well, it's, you know, it's like, interestingly, we went and saw, you know, listen to the rest of our podcast. We went and saw the Marvels, and they had a trailer for that Napoleon yes. film. And you were, we watched that, and you were like, he didn't change expressions throughout that entire trailer. All these different scenes, he had the same expression on his face, this dour. And yeah. it's the same thing with this woman, only the opposite. She needed a plastic surgeon to remove her goddamn smile. It was like the Joker. Wire hanger in her mouth. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing, I get, okay, you mentioned this before, like, the, the, the busy business person so busy with business is a staple of these, these Hallmark movies, but, like, I just love how she's like, well, quit your job, yeah. just quit your job, it's like, um, I need money to live, yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, well, quit, quit your job, Scroll. oh no, I'm again, <laughs> sorry, Flynn. You know, but just quit your job. Just screw it. You don't need... Yeah, just quit. Because the thing is, like, she's able to work remotely. Yeah. But her friends won't even give her a few minutes to work remotely. Yeah. To keep her job to finance this nationwide road trip that she's going <laughs> Yeah. Like, dude, get her a Wi-Fi connection and let her send an email. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, just, it's, yeah, I, I'm sorry, I don't know that I'd ever argued for a Hallmark movie for the business, business person to be more busy business. Yes. But, 
but geez. I mean, I just, yeah, I and honestly, like, seriously, the guys in this were not good looking enough to pull off this. I met you, like, in line for apple cider <laughs> thing. Like, it just, first of all, the one looks, he, <laughs> the woman who was supposed to be playing his aunt looks about the same age as he did. <laughs> so, and I'm not, that, of course, that's possible, but, jeez. Oh my gosh, I got lucky. That's weird. We're, we're roughly the same age, you know, but... Oh, um, man. There are some of these, I just, just break my... I, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be mean, but, like, you were talking about the one where the woman gets stuck inside a Hallmark movie. I didn't like that one either. Right. Um, just, uh, these ones that go so far in the other direction um it's okay to to know that this is what you're doing to go okay we're making a sappy sappy Christmas movie that is what we do that's our bread and butter but like making a good parody the instant you spend the entirety of the film winking at the audience and going we know how sappy this is you lose it well, I don't even think this one did that. I think I think it was oh so pleased with itself. I think it was, it was, but it it wasn't trying to be parody or satire in itself. No, no, it, it wasn't. It was be, trying to be sincere, and it just wasn't. It was terrible. That's what I'm saying. Like it was trying to be sincere, but it was also one of these ones that they were like they cranked the the sugar up, and I, they know it. The problem is, is that they didn't do it properly. If you're gonna have magic realism, you've got to yeah. have it be magically real like it just can't be you know I mean this looks like a student film honestly yeah it looks like a student film done by a woman who like just did not care about her work yeah I mean I uh, yeah I, I I this one this one hurt in a way this one yeah. was a bit a bit I rougher to get almost through suggested turning and you know that's not something that I normally do. No. Um, but yeah, it was not there I cannot and this is the bad part. Usually at least when I watch one of these I can be like the decorations look cool. That looked like a great town to go to or like this person actually was kind of fun. I there's no redeeming quality of this movie at all. Nope. Like not at nope. all. Nope. Okay, the only thing I will say is that like I said the the idea of a Santa Claus or Santa Claus type character guiding people and helping them find Christmas cheer. I, I you know, I dig that. Like I say, Miracle on 34th Street, Ernest Saves Christmas. You know. Yeah. Dig it. But you gotta commit. Right. And you gotta find the right Santa Claus. Nothing against this actor. I'm sure he's a very nice man. But he did not have that rosy cheeked you know you gotta have a certain kind of charm and this guy did not have that charm no no so i will say that the idea of it is not a bet is not the worst idea i've ever heard for a holiday themed movie but you know <laughs> what is the worst idea i don't i i don't know i'll know when i see it that's a bold statement you made <laughs> all right how many candy canes you giving this one honey bud oh i'm I think this one owes me a candy cane. Yeah. Um, I, I'm giving that like a half a candy cane, like like that kind that you you've broken it off and there's just like that little nub I left. I should have gone first because 
I was gonna say one broken candy cane. Yeah. This gets one broken. The one that won't hang on the tree anymore because the the crook has broken in half. Now, if you now, I guess the one thing I will recommend is if you're if you're like me, and you're a heckler. Yeah. This would be the one. This would be one to watch for bad Christmas movie night. Uh, so, yeah, that that that's about all I can say for it. All right. So, well, <laughs> anything else, Hansel? Nothing else I can I can think of for this one. All right. So, uh, don't watch it or do, but we warned you. Yes. So <laughs> take your tums with you. So, uh, so thank you for coming along with us. Thanks for joining us. We're, we we stumbled I stumbled a bit on the closing line. I, I hadn't thought of that, but we're just gonna we'll keep it simple unless we think of something better. So, thanks for joining us, and as always, drive safe. Happy holidays, and we'll see you at the movies.